accordingly. Are you guys ready to get started? Immediate, immediate adjustment. <laughs> after I mic, after I sound check, immediate adjustment. Hey, comfort, you know what I'm saying? You got to uh, turn it. Yeah. There we go. All right, good. You sound great. All right, here we go. Let's go. ASA Detroit. I'm the host, Mark. Let's go around the. Let's go around from left to right. And introduce ourselves. You go first. Madison Thomas. Pronoun she her. And what do you do? Uh, I do comedy, stand-up comedy. You do. You do. All right, sir. Jacob Russell. I do stand-up comedy and improv comedy and sketch. And I buy sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> and you are the man for whom this uh, episode was built around. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right, you, sir. Uh, Ryan Brown. I do comedy, and uh, I run a feedback mic. And I saw Jake's one-man show, Birth of a Whole-Ass Nation. You know, I should check it out. We should check it out. When's it coming back next? Yeah, it'll be back in November. Nice. Little little Thanksgiving. Little Thanksgiving. Uh, it's going to be my birthday. I'm bringing everybody. <laughs> if I yeah. if I miss this one this time around, if I miss it this time around, because I said I was going to go last time, didn't go. If I don't go, I'll drop out of the scene <laughs> in shame. Oh, you just buy tickets for other people. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's better. No, I'm going. I'm, I'm going to do it. Sure. I'm, I'm going to do it multiple times. You're going to have yeah. a chance to do it. All right. <laughs> yeah, see it. I'm going to see it. Gosh damn it. All right. Uh, all right. So the whole concept, right, is I, uh, I invite a comedian. We've been trying to get this done for a long time. I'm glad we're finally doing it. You bring your comedy crew. Why did you pick these people? Uh... He's like my favorite people in the scene right now, besides besides Tam. I would have brought Tam on here, but we did the last one. So yeah, I got these two. Uh, Ryan, one of the funniest joke writers in the uh, in the scene. Um, I admire him, so I just want him on here. And then Madison, um, Madison be quick with it with the with yeah. the one liner, witty, also dope joke writer, and super drippy. You know what I'm saying? So there we go. Uh, that's why I put these guys right here. How long you been doing it, Madison? I've been doing comedy, but it's kind of hard. Um, one year officially, uh, but I started in 2020. That's so impressive. Yeah. You are smooth. You're smooth. You got like a nice stage presence for a one-year person. Thank you. Like when you hosted that Detroit House of Comedy thing, yeah. I was really impressed because I hadn't seen you, so I just like, you are hosting. So I kind of figured that you hadn't been around for a while. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, you were confident. It was cool. You handled it really well. So much props. Can you talk about your feedback, Mike? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a mic uh, we do. Um, it's just it's an open mic. There's not really ever any crowd um, unless somebody, like, brings a person or something. Yeah. It's usually just comics, but you do a set, short five-minute set, and then we give feedback, tags, you know, just, like, ideas around the joke sometimes. Like, because sometimes you might say something, and we're like, oh, well, what's this part of it or something yeah. like that. So it's like... Maybe the joke's newer and you haven't had a chance to think about it, but it's just like, oh, it's, it's usually like, what did that joke make the make me think, you know? And it's it's a good form. It's like a nice open form, you know. You don't have to take the feedback. You don't have to use it, but it's good. Like even if you don't use what somebody says, it might get the juices flowing to think about something else and you know think of another way or you know add something to jokes, yeah. punch them up. No, you, you guys, you guys go to that? Have you guys been? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, well, me, and, yeah. it's me and Jake mostly because Jake gets the room. Oh, but, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, we do it at uh, Go Comedy's training center, like their improv training center. I'm a teacher there, so I have a key. Yeah. But, so, uh, I mean, they know we're using it, so I don't like sneak in. We don't sneak in. Like underground like, comedy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I but, post uh, it on Facebook. Yeah, Ryan used to do it at his house, and he, yeah. um, you know, but you we actually could there. do it at the house now oh, again because the the basement's finished. But now my house is like officially being sold. So like, congratulations! We already got the inspection and everything. So now we could kind of tear that up. Honestly, <laughs> 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 that would be messed up. Like but, yeah. but no, 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 definitely because they got to do one more final walkthrough. But we, I might, I might, I might try to have like one big show at my house. But I gotta trust, you know. 50 to 80 people to not the crib before I move out type of thing. But people are pretty respectful. Yeah. Yeah, them. usually, usually. And it's a nice part of town. So. Summer helps. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I, 
Well, it'll probably be in the next month or so. Yeah. Mm. Outside helps out so much just because then you can, like, people naturally push outside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's way easier. Yeah. Um, Can you talk, let's talk about, uh, since you've been taking over at Trixie's, man, I've been, like, very impressed. Oh, for sure. Um, Yeah, it's been cool, man. Um, I I like doing it a lot. It's making me... um, Definitely better with like riffing and crowd work and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's a cool place. It's like, and it's like, like diverse too. So like, uh, yeah. you get all kind of people in there. And um, I'm kind of, um, I'm kind of uh, excited for the summer because then we, we we get to go out on the back yeah. patio. It's like they got a huge backyard, so that's gonna be lit and everything. Um, I need to like chill because like, <laughs> like 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 people be talking a lot. And like I'll be like 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 comics and like um like audience members, people they'll be talking during people's sets and shit. Yeah. So then I gotta be like I'll be sounding like a substitute teacher in that bitch, <laughs> telling people to shut the up. And I'll be like yelling like, yo, shut the up. Yeah. God damn. Like I'll be and people will be like, is he really mad? And I'm like sometimes I do be really mad, like, dog, shut up. And I had and one like Brett Brett was uh last week Brett was there. Um, he was on stage, Brett Soverino. Yep. He, um, I said, him shut up." He's like, "No, man, it's cool. Like, you know, this is part of the game. This is part of comedy. Like, I, I gotta, I gotta, uh, I gotta tell my jokes through this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't yeah. mind it." And I was like, "No, that I mind it. They gotta shut <laughs> yeah. the up. I yeah. be getting mad about it. You just told me not to cuss that much, but whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> but y'all got, they gotta shut up though, man. Like I, but um, it's been, but other than that, it's been dope. You feel like it's your, it's a guy, it's like the host responsibility to. Uh, Keep the audience quiet. Actually, no, I don't think so. Um, I think it's. I think it is out of courtesy, especially when you are comics, to not speak over someone's set. But I think it's the comedian who's on stage's job to command the attention of the audience to make them stop talking. Like the civilian people. Yeah, like yeah, to make yeah make them stop talking, right? Mm-hmm. Either either make them say okay, what's going on on stage, or make them say why is everyone else laughing? Like let me see. Yeah, what the commotion's about. So that's your job as the comedian on stage. I kind of like that about Trixie's, to be honest. Like you got to grab these people that are just there, having a couple drinks that don't even weren't even expecting the com. Well, they got to be expecting the comedy now because I feel like regulars go to Trixie's. Yeah, like um, I agree with that, both of y'all about that. But it's also like, you know, sometimes a comic will be on stage and they're just. You know, they're, like, very soft-spoken. You can't hear them. Yeah. And, like, just me, like, performing for so long, and just I just can't stand that. So I just, like, and people walk in and see somebody on stage, and they just loud as shit. And it's like, when I go in a place, I don't know, I'm, when I go in a place and I see somebody on stage, I just, I, I, I'm quiet. I shut the fuck up. Yeah. I don't, I don't, like, just be loud. Oh, this person, he's, yeah. he's on stage, whether they're singing or telling jokes or whatever. So it's just to me, it's just like courtesy, common courtesy for me, like to me. So I just like, yo, like shut up, like, yeah. Let let like, let them do their thing, let them cook or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's just me. You, you ever host an open mic? Uh, I guest hosted a couple times. Okay. Well, actually, I guest hosted two mics back to back, and then I was like, I don't ever want to host <laughs> <laughs> like literally back to back days. Yeah. And I was just like, like. It's weird because, like, I'm I'm very, like, self-aware and, like, like insecure, like, about, like, even now, like, but people at open mics, they're, like, like, it's wild to see somebody that you know just started comedy, like, hey, I need to get up oh. so I can, and it's like, you're not even going to be doing this in a couple months, <laughs> and you going to take yeah. priority over yeah. people that's really trying to work something out because they got a 10-minute spot at a club. This weekend, like you see yeah, this, but yeah. but like the ego on something, like I wish I kind of wish I had that, because it's like you kind of need that sometimes. But I don't, I don't not know. being an idiot. <clears throat> I kind of want to, like I, I talked to um the dude um uh, uh Morgan Copeland about New Dodge, but he was kind of telling me like why he stopped doing Sunday it. night. Yeah, because I was like, man, I might be able to do that. He's done. But I, yeah, because he, he said it's like a scheduling thing. But so he was at uh, that place in uh, Yeah, and they shut him down. Southwest. And then New Dodge was, it, I mean, it was nice. I went, the I think, the first night. Um, but then he said, like, they 
it was a scheduling thing, and then he had to supply like the lights and the the sound yeah. and all of that. So I was like, I mean, I got that stuff, but that is extra work. It is extra work to, mm-hmm. to do it. But. We need a Thursday mic again. We need like a Thursday open mic, like a not. I know there's a, the independent at ten. Yeah, but we need like a seven yeah. p.m. or man. I think uh, is that other one. Is that did you go to that the Ben Cheek one that was in? Uh, no, I didn't go to that. Like a, that's on the east side, right? Yeah, yeah it's in Warren. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's that's, bi-weekly. That's okay. right. That's literally down the street from my house. Okay. And you know, but I, I don't. I've never been. So, cause I either usually got some. I think that's on a Thursday, though, ain't it? It's bi-weekly, but I think yeah, it is it's on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. What's the name? Uh, what's what's it called? Parson Labor used to be on Thursday. I loved yeah. it. I, it, but it, he it, moved it. He moved it because he said uh, the bands they and get stuff. Bands, the bands and stuff, and it was like bands bring in outside people. Can mm-hmm. order drinks? Not, yeah, yeah. Because that that's drinks. what Brett always says. Yeah. It's like Brett, you gotta do it like Paulie, man. You gotta be like this is the place to be, even if you don't feel that way. You gotta have that energy. Cause that's what Paulie does at New Way. Like, yeah. Cause Paulie will bring you up like you the best comedian yeah, ever. He, like he, if you really are good, yeah. he'll put a little extra on it. Yeah. But even if you brand new, he gonna bring you up like you got some major credits. He give you like a greatest yeah, he gonna give, ever. He, he gonna you. give yeah he give you the intro like you want to see this person. And like like dog, what's doggy bone name? Dog who be uh. Let's get ready to rumble, like, like, uh, like yeah, that yeah. guy, Michael Buffer. Yeah. yeah, my man. All right, so you've been doing it a year. What, uh, what open mics are you like? What open mics have you been gravitating towards? Ooh, um, honestly, I do love independent. Independent is one of my favorites. On um, Thursday. On Thursday, absolutely, because of the five minute. Because I feel like the crowd is is more um, representative of what you would see in like a New York scene or like you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. a a popular. Seeing whereas the bars, not so much. What's a bar? Yeah, I get yeah. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a comedy club. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So Thursdays, you're, I mean, how many times are you going up? Um, I try to go up I live now, not these days, because it's cold, like maybe once or twice a week. <laughs> Before, there was a time when I was going every day of the week. Yeah, yeah. Every week, you know what I mean? Just chasing that high. But now it's like, okay, let me actually let life happen to me so I can actually have things to write about. Yeah, fair. So like, okay, so independent. And then what's your other spot? If you're going two times, like what's your other place you're hitting? Other place that I'm hitting? Ooh. Trixie's. You're not hitting Trixie's? I do hit Trixie's, actually, yeah. So it will be Trixie's and independent okay. in a week if I'm doing two places, yeah. So or Detroit House of Comedy. I love Detroit House of Comedy open mic, man. I can't... Much love to Trixie's. <laughs> I love Detroit House of Comedy. Yeah, you guys, I, I work there. Detroit <laughs> House of Comedy. You you work at Detroit House of Comedy? Yeah, I do. And I run the mic <laughs> on the same time they go on it. Oh. <laughs> you do it like right after or you just not work Tuesdays? It's, uh, you said what? Do you just not work on Tuesdays? No, I don't work on I don't work on Tuesdays. Okay. Like I I've hosted their mic. The first time I did Detroit House of Comedy, mic, I hosted it and I haven't done it mm-hmm. since. <laughs> is uh, that like uh if you work there, do you get like is there like a not like a written rule, but you get a little bit of stage time. Yeah, they 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 work that out for you. Yeah. Oh wow. You, get stage, you work there, they try to get you stage time, like uh, like open mic priorities, um, like hosting open mic priorities, and like you like uh, finagle your way to get like some guest spots on a yeah. weekend or whatever, stuff like that. That's very cool. So what you need, man? Oh, there we go. Yeah, you can say that. Uh, have you done? Have you been at Detroit House of Comedy a couple times? Yeah, 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 yeah. I but I play basketball on Tuesdays. Where at? Uh, um, in Rochester at this elementary at Waddles Elementary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With like it's a nice little mixed crowd, but I play with like my son and my. Oh and, yeah, uh, it's like some older people or whatever. Hell yeah. Um, my my brother in law, but it's a it's a good little run. Uh, but then I usually hit on Tuesdays. I like to hit Gratiot Pub. Yeah. And then I'll hit. Uh, Trixie's. Okay. So I'll play basketball, then hit, grash, drop my son off, take a quick shower. Yeah. Grash at pub, and then hit Trixie's because Trixie's usually runs late. So, so what time you get home, man? Well, don't worry about that, man. That's, what time you got to get up in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> what time you got to get up in the morning? I mean, I, I mean, Trixie's usually over around like 11, 30, 12. So I can get home like 12. Damn, twelve thirty, something like that. I just this five thirty, this five o'clock wake up is killing me. Yeah, see, I don't got to get up that early. Yeah, it's killing me. Yeah, it's killing me. Need to, because then I could go to the gym. You gotta, you gotta be up in the morning. Absolutely, but uh, because I work from home, at least for now, 
Uh, I don't have to get up until eight o'clock. Oh, beautiful! Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's, that's like that's at the earliest. Oh, that yeah. You could stay up till three in the morning. Get up yeah. eight o'clock. Oh, please, please, please. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely close the bar. You can get five hours yeah. of sleep. You're cooking, yeah. no problem. And we're good, man. Four is doable. Five is comfortable. Six is like let's go. Yeah. Anything after that is like. Sleeping Beauty time. I need six. Yeah, no, I, need I need six. I need, I need ten hours of ten hours. <laughs> ten of pure slump. No, six. I need, I need six. I, I need six hours. I need at least six to feel good. Yeah, like if I like, no, I'm I'm good with five, but like, if I had less than five, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna I'm gonna feel it immediately during the oh, day. Oh, totally. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you can do it though. Hours. Yep. Yeah, but why to do that to myself? No, I don't know. I don't know. Running that late, Mike. Um, you, uh, uh, I've done. I did House of Comedy one time, and uh, at that open mic, it was like I was surprised that it was like a real crowd. Oh yeah. Well, it's it's free now too, so that I think is they're getting a lot of like repeat people, and yeah. I think they advertise it better and stuff. Cause, and plus, it's like once word of mouth gets out, and it's usually pretty good. But if I'm like, uh, like this Tuesday. Uh, it's no basketball because I play at a, it's like an elementary school, so yeah. we don't break, so we don't play this week. Yeah. So I might try to go and like shortlist. Oh. For, you know. Shortlist means what? Like you, you just, just show, show up, and if people don't come, then you might be able to get up. But then if I do that, then I'll just hit Trixie's. Triple bang. And then yeah, yeah, because that's what I, I like to try to do. If I'm gonna go out for open mics, I try to do them on days where I can hit multiple. Yes. So like Monday, you can hit. If you go early, you can hit um shit, now I'm blanking on the name. But there's a there's the jazz club right there on eight mile in Livernois. Bakers. Bakers. Bakers yeah. got open mic. Yeah, what Baker, time? on Monday. Uh eight ish to about ten or eleven. Fago uh runs it. And you just show up, go up? If you sh- it's not really an open mic like that. It's I think he I think he might book <sighs> Who do I contact? I, I don't know. It's Fago Red. But uh, if you show up early, yeah, you can go up there and then you can hit New Way, which mm-hmm. is right around the corner, mm-hmm. you know. So and then you can do both of those and be home by 10, you know, if you work it out, you work it out, work out the time right. Yeah. But because Paulie, like usually, you know, if you if you know Paul or whatever and you got to get up, he'll try to get you up pretty quick. If you got a reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I feel I, I don't ever feel comfortable asking him for, cause, for a favor because I'm showing up there like once every yeah school yeah, vacation yeah. three months <laughs> yeah you yeah. know like i get it and i usually like group. if i don't have anything to do or anything i I usually tell him like man i'm chilling like you know yeah. let people go up and stuff because paul like he runs it well like because and he'll tell me like all right yeah it's like newer people so i'm gonna try to get a chunk of them out you know you let them do their time because sometimes yeah. people will go up and only do a couple minutes and then they get out of there but you know how do you run that room how do you run in tricksies man like how you keeping all that is it just like by, by order? Ship, you get four and a half minutes and you can get the <laughs> <laughs> clean nah, material. Nah. Like clean. I said, man, I be doing, I be, I be, I'm counting no nonsense with it. I need, I'm trying to get more, a little loose with it, like, yeah. you know, but it's just like the first few times, like people have just been doing stuff that annoy me. Like, like I'm, like I tell people, like, like you get five minutes, I light you at four. When I light you, acknowledge the light. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like don't have me flailing my fucking arm <laughs> and all the other shit. My kind like, of like, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like, acknowledge it. Give me a head nod. The wink in the gun, some shit. Mm-hmm. Just let me know you acknowledge the light. And then you got one minute to tell another joke or two or three. If you're a good joke writer, I don't know. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you? It's, it's like that. Um. But I just try to, I don't know, I just try to, I try to, like, tell jokes in between, keep it fun, but also, like I said, like, telling people to, like, keep it down, all that stuff. I mean, like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make it fun, but also, like, not like a circus, you know what I'm saying? I got you. Yeah, 100%. So, like, what, okay, so Paul had a vision for New Way, right? He took it over. Mm -hmm. uh, Him and Kara took it over originally, then he kind of took it over full time. He had a vision for it, and he's curated this vision that he wanted. Would you agree? Yeah. So, like, what is your, like, what do you want Trixie's to be? Like, is it is it a is it a hangout mic? Is it like a hit it and go to the next one? Like, what do you want it to become? I want it to be like a spot you come and just hang out at, hang out at, and chill. Probably gonna be hard if I'm yelling at you, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. 
But I'm trying, but I'm trying to like uh, incorporate music somehow. Play some music, yeah. play jams in between people's sets or whatever. I'm also trying to come up with some ideas, like for like some maybe comedy games to do in between the sets mm-hmm. or whatever. Just to like keep to keep uh you know keep it fresh, keep people interested, keep uh like reg- regular uh civilians that come. Yeah, but, like, keep well, them I, there. Like, yeah. I said civilian, but no, it's for, I but said that's, it. I said it. Well, yeah, you said it first. Oh yeah, like what it is. It's like that's what it feels like because it's like comedy is like this group, and then everybody else mm-hmm. is on the outside. But I I get I get what you're saying. Like I get because I've seen you do it. I see you like yell at people. And I feel the same way as like what Brett was saying. It's like, yeah, it's on it's on comedians. Like if you're trying to be a good comedian, it's on us to be able to pull them in. Yeah. And sometimes it's do a little crowd work, acknowledge whoever's talking the loudest, and maybe and you might find gold in that. And it'd be like, okay, forget whatever I was planning on this set today, but you sharpening that skill. That might come in handy when you're doing a real show somewhere, you know. So yeah, no, you're right. You you're, know, you're right. So it's I get what you're saying. Like as far as like telling people to be quiet at the beginning, like at least give them thirty seconds to a minute to establish, you know, whatever they're gonna do, however they're gonna handle it, and then if they kind of bombing or flailing. You might just have to, you know, be the lifeguard that just don't see them. <laughs> but like you want it, you want it to be sterile yeah. when they go in. Cause you don't want it, but but then after that, you know, you kind of got yeah, like, like on them. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that's a good note. So yeah. like the, at the beginning, like tell them like shut up to so give them a chance yeah. to do what they got to do. Yeah. But then Not even yeah. and, and and work on you know maybe like try different because if you tell them to shut the up, especially a drunk woman, that's probably not what they're gonna do. So. You know, just oh, work, you know, whatever. Like, hey, miss, you know, like, what's going on? You know, maybe bring them into it. You know, say something to them, acknowledge them to try to get them to be quiet on their own. Hey, you know, we trying to. But it's going to be different once we're on the patio because then yeah. all the all the people that's not really there for comedy, they'll be at the bar. So yeah, that's why that's it. why I'm, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, like, yeah, summertime, so cause, like, everybody yeah. be outside. Like, just, like, dudes come in and, like, <clears throat> try to play pool right there because the pool table right there. When they play pool right in the middle of like yeah. dog, like no, nah, yeah. you can't, yeah, you work. can't do that. But like one one comic who's like very good at like draw, drawing attention from the audience and making people shut up, Melanie Hearn. Oh yeah, she yeah. did um like the first like, like within the first few weeks she came to the mic and there was this dude, this big Polish dude at the bar, tall dude, just talking. He loud, he cool and everything, but he just loud. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And uh, he was talking to his, uh, he was talking to his girl there, and she was loud as hell too. And Mel just was like, just just went in on both of them. Yeah. One one uh, the one chick she got like offended or whatever, but it's just like I mean you loud, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like shut up. And the uh, big Polish guy like he was cool. Mel was like cooking him, calling him like the Undertaker, yeah. like that, calling Undertaker and Kane, and shit, funny as hell. But like um, but that's an example. Yeah, like like. When you get to that level, that good, like how to shut down the audience and make them listen to you. So um, I'm not so there yet. You said what? I'm not there yet. I'm not there. It just I'm not comes with practice. Yeah, like, I ain't there yet either. But I'm working on it. How there's a there's a fine line though between like making the audience shut up and like digging at the audience that I feel like it's new comics especially need to learn. Okay. Yeah. Explain. Like, well, you saw. It. Have you seen it go bad? Yeah. Like there's there's always someone that's just like. Shut the f- like shut the f- up. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. It's all right. <laughs> Millions edits today. Yeah. We're good. Like no, but like like they're like they're it's digging at the audience. Yeah. They're they're like you know they're like shut up. Like they're very. Where it's like there's other ways to make them stop talking. I okay. I, to agree with you and tell me if I'm I'm saying this correctly. I've seen people like like he said Melanie Hearn make the audience shut up and they do it like. It's almost like they have like a really sharp knife and they come up behind them and they do like, and then like they're just, they don't even know what happened, but they're just quiet and paying attention. And then like an unskilled person mm-hmm. comes up and they try to like, they're just like, they don't know what to do and it's just, it's ugly. Yeah. It's ugly. They don't have the skills to do it. They don't. It's loud. Yeah. It's messy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's messy. Yeah. It's messy. It's ugly. It's unskilled. It's not funny. Yeah. yeah, and and now yeah. the crowd's not on your side because not only did you not make them shut up, like now they're angry. Yeah. And the crowd just sees you as this upset comic. And you're killing the show, too. Mm-hmm. You're making it weird. So when I, okay, so it's funny, 
host an open mic because I did it very briefly yeah. on that Sunday, very briefly for like a couple months, right? Cave, Ka- yeah. a couple months. And so like when pe- like when people are like talking during sets and when pe- comics are being weird and comics are going in the audience and it's ugly, if I'm not like in charge, <laughs> I just like sit back and watch it burn. I just like, this is like entertainment. <laughs> but when you're in charge, it's like stressful. Yeah, because you don't want to be the, like, because you're responsible. So you, you don't want to be the reason, like, Cave gets shut down. Yeah. Like, because that could happen. Like, if it goes really bad, you don't want to piss off somebody that's coming that comes in every Sunday to buy a coffee. Yes. For yes. a bunch of comics that come in and do an open mic and don't buy nothing. Yeah. That's why, like, when I would go to Cave, I would at least buy a water mm-hmm. and tip a buck. Because it's like, I don't drink coffee, but I'll support the, and I'm not trying to eat croissants or whatever <laughs> like i'm trying to lose weight so i'm yeah. like, but i'm like i'll try to support this way yeah and it's the same thing with like because brett always talks shit about like nobody buying stuff at at uh at the, so i'm like i'll try to do something yeah like you know or even if you buy somebody else a drink yeah because it's like that's what people don't know like because it's like if you do comedy in new york all the open mics you gotta pay Gotta but you got to pay because they're not like Michigan where most people will do a mic, but they'll get a beer and tip. Most people in New York, they're doing that mic and then they're leaving. Yeah. So they'll charge you five bucks. But a lot of times it might come with a drink. Yeah. You know, so they're like, OK, let's support the bar this way. So because there there is no crowd. Most New York mics yeah. are just comics. But yeah. It's the same type of thing. Like you got to know. But that's the thing, like. Everybody's not doing comedy for the same reason. So that's what you kind of got to notice. Like, some people are just like, I don't want to hit my wife, so I'm going to come out here and say some crazy <laughs> shit. Shit. <laughs> Worst I'm, I'm reason ever. Like, but that's uh, what it is. So you don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't know, but it's an outlet, you know. Go ahead, man. You had something. Yeah. Um, going back to what you were saying about, like, um, like a trolling mic, like, if something happened, you're responsible, whatever. I, I, I don't know if I forgot to say this, like, very first week I hosted Trixie's, there was like an altercation. <laughs> very first week. Um, it was um, somebody was on stage. Um, actually, a, one comic, he's a newer comic. He was on, uh, he was at Independent the uh, prior week telling uh, offensive jokes to a group of people and that people didn't like it. And then yeah. he came to Trixie's uh, that first week I was hosting and uh, that uh, same group of people. It, he was telling like trans jokes mm-hmm. and, and uh, uh, there was trans people, LGBT people in yeah. the audience, and they were they were present at his at Independent pr- the pre- previous week. So when they saw him get on stage, they just start booing him, booing yeah. him, booing him, and whatever. And then he just got off stage, and this um, later on at night when uh, that comment he when he was leaving, one LGBT person like. Spit on him as he was Ooh, leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he tried to like uh, sw- and then he tried to like swing on him when his back was turned, uh, but he didn't connect. But like it, a sucker punch. Yeah, and it, it was like, and, I, and I'm like, like, and I'm like, okay, I see both. I, I I I understand both sides. You know, like this is a newer comic saying stuff and. Sometimes newer comedy come, they say stuff for shock value, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you might think it's a joke, but it's like, no, you gotta make it a joke. You gotta make if, it if a you, joke. If, if you gonna yeah. make, if you gonna tell risque jokes, you gotta make sure it's funny. You can't just be saying stuff for shock value because it's gonna come off as like hate speech. Totally, you know what I'm saying? Totally. And that's why I told like him. a shock jock, like a shock. Exactly. Jock. Yeah. So, so I understand like the, the the group of people their side, but also at the same time, like can't be. <laughs> When you when you assault somebody, yeah, that's that then that that's you, you just escalate it. You just escalate it. That's yeah. So like that that doesn't. I just saw both sides. So but then like that was another thing. That that's that was another reason why I've been getting kind of militant with <laughs> because <laughs> because like like I ain't here to babysit, man. Yeah, like yeah, we here yeah, to do yeah. comedy. Yeah, I got time for this. Like you know so. And like and they, they they not paying me enough for that. So <laughs> I got I mean not not saying, I mean they pay me decent but not enough to like referee <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. But uh yeah. Yes. 
No, you you describe that very well. You describe that like a journalist. <laughs> An LGB person hit him. Yes, very political response. Yeah, to that. yeah. But I, Authorities I were on the and scene. I, and I know, yeah, no, and I I know, and I know, old dude, and he was trying to, and I was, and that's that's the same thing. I told him, I was like, man, you have to, you can't just go up there and say. You know the stereotypes and this like that stuff. It's just like if you get laughs with that, it's gonna be from the wrong <laughs> yeah. type of people. Yeah, because like, <laughs> like because, look at who's laughing. Like, it's, no, it's not yeah. gonna be the people that's gonna pay. You're not gonna get paid to see comedy and do that. You're gonna get the worst type of people. Yeah, be, that's laughing at that stuff. Well, like, because he did it. Because like like I was telling like he do it at certain rooms. You do that in, and they and it, it should be like like uh you shouldn't be doing that at all. But it's just like know your yeah, know, know, a, know know your local geography. It's at not least, a point you know of view. It's yeah. just using comedy as the the method to say the stereotypes that everybody knows. It's yeah. not a it's not a it's not comedy. You just like oh it's an open mic, so I'm gonna just say all of these stereotypes. and I. If you're trying to get good, you want it to be as universal as possible. You don't want it. I mean, some people like have like niche comedy or whatever, but to me, it's like if you writing, if you're writing well, it should connect with a vast majority of people. Not like yeah. hate, spe like hate speech is not going to connect with a lot of people. But if you can get people to laugh at jokes. If your your ideas aren't something that they probably normally yeah. would agree with, then that's good comedy. Yes. You know, because you're not trying to like I don't look at comedy like I'm trying to change people's mind. I'm not running from anything, you know. So I might have some political jokes or something, but the point isn't politics. Usually, my point is this is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So let's laugh yeah. at the ridiculousness together. You got to understand the demographic. Like that's the that's part of being a comedian. Yeah. Like knowing reading the room is a very is the is probably the most important part. Like you got to have enough jokes to work to be able to work wherever. And the more jokes you can write that's universal, the easier it'll be to go anywhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, like my and, and that's what I'm saying. Like everybody's not trying to be a working comedian. Some people are cool just getting a weekend hosting at one of the clubs in Michigan, and that's their life dream. That and then that'll me. be it. That might be me. But but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's nothing yeah, wrong with yeah, that. Like that's yeah. what I learned a long time ago. That's why I don't. That's why I'm like I try not to say good set if I don't think it was a good set anymore. But I don't on anybody that would get on the stage and try yeah. to make strangers laugh because that's one of the hardest things in mm -hmm. the world to do yeah. and i know so many people that's like oh that wasn't funny it's like well you get up there and try because yeah. i guarantee that you tell your friends is not gonna make these not gonna drunk translate. strangers laugh yeah it's not gonna translate yeah. everybody think they funny yeah, man. until they get on stage and, and they realize that you got to tell jokes you can't tell stories you can't say a bunch of yeah, and think it's funny. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Man, it's yeah, not and the same. and that's what a lot of new comics <clears throat> gotta understand. And like I'm, I don't know if I told you the story already, but I, like one of my biggest bombs was what I told a joke for shock value, like my first time doing Detroit to L.A. And I went up there, I was killing, I was killing, and then I went and told this joke about the Me Too movement, like ever since the Me Too movement. White women think they're n words now, and then like, and then and then the whole royal. And this was Royal Oak. Yeah. And so they didn't. They ain't know what the I was talking about. They didn't know nothing. They went flatline. They went flatline. He's like, huh? Man, man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then and I just tanked from there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That is kind of true though. Because like, because I've heard I've heard people say like Karen is like the n word. Like I've seen I've seen people like say that and they get offended. Yeah. By that, and it's like, come on, that's not the same thing. Yeah, but you can't force but, people to. But that was me. Way. That that's when I was like doing, for like that was like when I was a year in, kind of like kind of like a year in stand up, yeah. um, and and I'm saying it like because what I'm saying is like wild. It sounded wild as hell, but it's like, no, I got to make it a joke. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't a joke. Mm -hmm. I just went up there and told a premise. 
and, sh- and it sounded like wild as. F- yeah, I thought it was gonna get a laugh, and it didn't get a laugh. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, and that's why I feel like new comics be doing a lot, um, and they can't. They can't. You gotta tell jokes. You gotta make your shit funny. You can't just say stuff shot value. Uh, we got new. We got a new comic in, in actually here. So how do you avoid? Like, how did you figure out like how to like self edit? Well, for me, I I went into comedy with this idea that comedy is based up upon two tenets, right? Relatability and plausibility. Either people relate God to what you're talking genius. about or it's plausible. Like, they can, you know what I mean? I'm going to so, write this down while you're talking. <laughs> so for me, it was like I, I tried to stick to that. And then I thought to myself, like, if I'm, like Brian said, if I'm trying to appeal to people, Right. I don't want to tear people down. I want more people to feel good about what I'm saying. I want them to want to listen to me. I don't want to alienate this group over here. I want everybody to want to listen to my comedy and laugh. Yeah. Right. You you get more. What do they say? Flies with honey. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Bees with honey. Bees. Flies bees. like poop. Right. All right. No, you get more bees with honey. <laughs> yeah. 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 Flies yeah, take anything. That's yeah. Like, that's yeah. with coaching, man. Yeah. That's like coaching. No, 100 percent. Um. All right, so okay, so we we t- what was your thing? What did you tell people that that just had a bad set now? Because we always I like to hear well, people's thing. I, I know Cass says stay in the pocket. Yeah, what did you say? Uh, I say um, uh, uh, keep going up. Keep going up. Keep going up. All right, so when someone bombs, right? Because you don't people don't like when you say good set when they good set. So I'll, we always like to hear like what is your go to saying when someone just totally bombed? What is yours? And when they come off, what do you say? Kaz has the best one so far. I don't know. My, I I say a rare thing. I'd be like, "Hey man, everyone has a bad set." Or I'd be like, "Everyone has a bad set." Or some somebody would come and say, "Be like, man, that was that was bad." Like, yeah, that was doo doo, bro. It was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I I, I tell the truth. And it it kind of based on like what they what they say. They'll come up come what they say when they come up to me. Like, oh, that was bad. I'm like, yeah, it was. Yeah. Or they might not say nothing. It's like. Everybody bombs, bro. You good? Yeah, Whatever. yeah. So you you like pick them up? Yeah. I say, uh, uh, way to battle. <laughs> okay. Or you battled out there. Yeah. What do you say? I, I just say it was when people say oh. how. When people say how was it, I say it was. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. It happened. <laughs> it happened. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You're acknowledging that they existed. For fi- for a certain amount of time, you did it. You did it. <laughs> that, what made you want to get into comedy? Being a first year little puppy in here. Honestly, it was. I had some friends that kind of told me they were just like, "Yo, you're funny. Try it out." Mm-hmm. And I know so many people have that sort of thing, but I tried it out, and I went to what was it, New Place Lounge that Brett Solferino was hosting out in Dearborn. Yep. Right. Yep. And I went there, and the response was just. It was good. And I went to another place and response was good. So I was like, okay, let me continue to do it. Took some time off. Did you like write a bunch of jokes before you went or you just go after freestyle? I I wrote a bunch of jokes before I wrote a bunch of jokes before I went, but they were just stories I had told my friends about and things that they had laughed at. And I'm like, okay, how can I make this a joke? Yeah. How can I write this? And then I had a friend who was from LA and had some friends that did comedy. And they contact, they got me in contact with those friends, and they gave me a lot of feedback. Oh, nice. And advice. I said, yeah, and I stuck with it. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's cool. That's cool. What, uh, uh, you just got back from, like, all these, like, uh, road things, man. You're, like, kind of, like, you're transitioning. You're in, like, a, tr- a butterfly caterpillar period right here. I hope so. It's hope cool so. to see. It's fun to watch. Yeah, man, because I'm trying to, I'm trying to. I want this to be like my career. Yeah. And I, I feel like I gotta do something drastic to to really like like I gotta like you ever watch um uh what was the last Batman? If you say Miss Maisel, I'm gonna snap no, no, this no. microphone. Uh, <laughs> I mean I did watch that. I, it's all right, but it's a it's a funny show, but people like if as soon as I say uh it's a cool show. I don't have any beef with it, but whenever I say like, "Oh, you do comedy," people are like, "Do you watch Ms. Maisel?" I'm like, "Can you come with <laughs> I mean, a more I watch general every, show? I watch anything, please, like comedy." But no, yeah, uh, I interrupt. What was the Batman? What was the the last Batman where he, where Bane broke his back and then he had to climb out of that cave? Dark Knight Rises. Rises, right? Okay, yeah. rises. Yeah. So when you cut the when you cut the rope when you cut the safety rope and analogy. you jump, 
Like that's what I need. So that's like once my once my house selling is final, I'm probably gonna move. Where? I think Austin. Okay. Just because there's people already there that I know. I already I went in November and I made some inroads. I got some shows. Like I did some like uh like one night shows, showcase shows and stuff like that. So it's like if I do that, if I take, you know, my savings and just really go for it for, you know, a couple years and see what happens, then there's no like, oh, I got a day job, I make good money in my day job. But if I cut that cord and just do comedy only, then we can see like if something can really come from it, you know, okay. if it's sustainable. Whereas if I just stay here, it's like there's nothing wrong with it, but I could just be like a eventually I could be like a a Michigan Midwest headliner. And that's not and what that's, you want to be. That's I don't know. I I don't have a I don't have an end goal, but to really test it and see what the potential is, I don't see a way for it coming out of the Midwest. Okay, you know, like if it's just the Midwest, it's like. There's probably only going to be one of us if we come from the Midwest. Whereas if you in L.A. or New York or maybe Austin now because they're doing so much centralized in Austin and there's, you know, festivals and industry and all of that Mm -hmm. there because you need that, unfortunately. Like the main thing I learned about comedy is the jokes and the talent part is not the most important part. Okay, Like you can have a special that's on, you know, one of the big networks or whatever, but it's mostly just because of who you know. Yeah. And it's like maybe you don't become a superstar because of that, but you got that special. Whereas, I mean, anybody here will tell you there's 30 hilarious comics in Detroit doing the making moves around Detroit, and they can go to L.A. or New York and crush with the name brand headliners yeah. all around and i'm just trying to see you know like if the potential is there for me to do that yeah, right? yeah. that's funny you said because I, I went and saw uh my sister always buys like tickets for christmas and stuff mm-hmm. so she bought me uh sarah Silverman tickets mm-hmm. right so i went it was fun it was cool right i was like close and uh it was at the fox or the fillmore one of those two i can't remember Pack, packed whole places packed and i'm like why she was funny she was good, right? Professional. And I'm and I'm like watching her. I'm just like, I know a bunch of people that could like do the same thing she's doing right now, you know? Yeah. And I almost feel like this is like on the cockier side. I feel like, oh, I could do that for, I mean, I can only do it for 10 minutes. I can't do it for an hour like she did. Yeah. But I was like, I feel like I could, I could make people laugh for my 10 minutes, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Don't leave me out here. <laughs> um, so you're right. That's really interesting. Yeah. That's re- yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're gonna do it. I'm happy for you if you do. What do you want to? What do you? What do you? What are you doing, man? What do you want to do this thing? What do you want to do? You're getting more. Every time I see you, every time I check in with you, I feel like you're turning more comedy focused. More comedy focused. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I am. I'm trying to transition to doing this full time. I'm um, I'm just trying to work on like getting grants for my one man show. I'm uh, Hell yeah. and I'm trying to uh. It's another uh, show idea that I'm uh, working on. Can you say the idea? Say idea. Um, is it, I'm working on a show about cultural appropriation. It's okay. like um, it's based off this book I read called The Low Lives. It's about like uh, these crews in New York that um, it's like these polo gangs in New York that like they they're going like Macy's or whatever and like boost and like st- like like they like snatch up a bunch of clothes and run out and shit and like um. There's like different sets and sections of like New York or where all these gangs were at and shit. And I kind of wanted to like uh, turn it into like a cultural appropriation story, talking about how like um, a lot of a lot of all the cool, shit, like all all the like pretty much like white America gets their sauce from us. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Black mm-hmm. people, like like how uh, like our culture, like the culture, like like. Like slang terms, how we dress, how, like all the cool shit, all the, all the cool saucy shit they get our sauce from us, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. That's and that's that's pretty much the idea. And I'm trying to work. That's what I'm working on now. And um, I could be I'm, the culture appropriator. I'm like I'm like a cle- perfect for that. Yeah, I, could, I, I got the perfect face for that. Right. Um, 
So and I'm so I'm working on that, but I'm trying to figure out if I want to do I want to make that a one man show as well, mm-hmm. or do I want to make an ensemble cast? And then that means if I do that, I mean I might have to get like a director in there. Do I want a director? I never directed before, so it's like, do I want a director? Not? Why would you not? I'm not saying I'm not. It's just like I don't know. I just, it's a task. I'm a, it's a task I'm willing to do, but it's just like. Like, is people going to take my direction right? Are they going to execute it the way I want it? That's why I like, I just rather like, should I just make it a one-man show and do it my fucking self? See you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, see, I, why would people not, like, you're a pro, man. You're a pro. Like, you, like you've proven over and over again, right? Like, why would people not? I kind of get what you're saying, though, because it's like, uh, uh, it's like a extreme independence type of thing. It's like, if you do it by yourself, you, you ain't got to worry about, about shit. I ain't got to worry about nothing. Disappointing you. Yeah. 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 But I think that, but that's a, that's a trauma response. You know that, right? Because like, What does that mean? That, what does trauma response mean? Like, you, extreme independence, like you don't want to rely on other people, is because you've been let down by other oh. people. So you tend to be like, I'd rather do it by myself. That way, if it's a fuck up, it's on me. I don't want it to be a fuck up because of somebody else. You don't want someone to let or you I down. I don't want it to be a mess up. Ooh. So you don't got to. That's deep. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but I I mean I learned that I think on Instagram, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm serious. Like it's good. Like that's the thing. Like that's the that's the beauty of the internet. It's like if you filter through the the, the bullshit. The if yeah. you filter through twerking and you know, the racism, yeah. It's bits and you follow you find the right because I think I follow somebody called like the holistic therapist or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And they drop gems every day. And I it's got- like I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, it's just like, you know, but you got to you gotta be able to, you got to be aware of the stuff to pick it up, like, you know, what yeah. stuff to hold on and what stuff is just like the junk food. I'm like, actually like every day, like I'm like, I've been deleting all my ass accounts. Yeah, <laughs> because you like, curate your algorithm. Yeah, to because it's like, because you go on your search and then all I see is just, it's just ass and sneakers. That's like my whole... <laughs> That's why my whole search thing. You might like this. You might like the this. name of the, this, this, this episode. It's just ass to sneakers. I'm like, yo, man, I'm a, I feel like I'm a deep shit in this, dog. Yes. Or, I mean, yeah. my bad. I'm a deeper person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, never got to cut that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like. So many things. Like, like, uh, like, yeah. So I've been like, I've been to like, I've been dog. You're sick. You're going to have to cut that too. Dog. Yeah. Yeah, that's your fault. You got, that's your fault, and that's, that's listen. That's why I was just like, "Oh my god!" Because oh. we did the feedback mic yesterday, and he has a damn. It's my fault. Where shit. he says that, and then that's during the feedback, jokes. somebody said the n word, and we was it was so funny because all the black people was like, "Man, what?" Wait, 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 wait. So <laughs> in the joke, you say the n word. Yeah, yeah. And somebody yeah. giving you the feedback used that verbiage. Yeah, yeah they said it. <laughs> like a white person. Hard R. Like a white person. No, white no. Yeah. But it's like. But it's also like yes. I say I say I say a lot in my. So it's like you do, yeah. What, what so yes, Jacob, what, what, you do. What, what Let's talk it? about that. This is an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. This is why I'm always concerned about saying it around certain people because it's like once you say it, it's like it's hard to be like you're not giving license to other. Whoa, 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 it's like rap, whoa, 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 It's like rap time music. Out. It's time like but, but, time not, out, but then like time out, but time another out, comic out. told another comic told me no. that uh. That like I I I, t- I talked to this other comic about it and it was like like I feel like I say maybe I should chill out on saying the n word when I when in my sets or whatever or don't say it at all just chill, like chill out on it, don't say it at all and then they was like nah f- that like don't no nah, don't f- should know not yeah. to say that stuff yes. you know what I'm saying yes, but, yes, the yes. Say about, but the only thing I said the only thing I said about so, that is for yesterday. She's not really like I like she's an immigrant, so I don't know if she know like that's why it was like it wasn't that big of a deal to me. Like oh, I think I know exactly. Was, yes, I know exactly. It was, but it was like no, I man. don't think it ain't the same. Like if it was if it was the other lady that was there, then it would have been different. It would have been different. But but it was yeah, it was know. still it, wild though. But you can go, never go wild. wrong. All it's I know is this: here's a rule I always live by: you can never go wrong by not saying it. 
That means but, that's the rule. But that's, that's the you rule. can but never go wrong. That's the rule I, I live by when I do my jokes because that same thing Ryan said. If I say it, I give you license. Even even if you're not a common sense having white person, bro, <laughs> you yeah. can say, "Well, if you're saying it, yeah. why can't I?" So I don't even want to tread that kind of water. That's the argument. And I think you know you talk about saying it too much. I feel like you should use it like salt. And I feel like you be kind of high blood pressure in it, bro. Like you be be putting it in there a lot yeah i do now does it come like is it coming naturally or are you doing it on purpose See, i ain't doing it on purpose i'm doing it. so that's if it's coming naturally then i mean that's what i, what I think no I think it's, it's not it's, it's like not on a, purpose it's, it's like a filler word though and that's why i said because yeah. I mean, you asked me about it it's like you gotta strategically place it it's like because i use it a couple times because i got a i got a joke where i do an obama impression and i have obama say it but that's the point it's like it's so crazy that he wouldn't say like that's the only and I don't always do that depending on the crowd I won't do it because I just did that joke like a like a week ago and somebody in the crowd that's heard me do it both ways was like oh I thought you was gonna do it. I was like nah not for why this did crowd. you not why did you not do it with the crowd because it wasn't no black people there so I didn't do I didn't say the n word in the joke so okay so why, why I just said brother instead of why why if why. Why would you, what, like, what, what, why do you not say it? And like, what is it? What don't you want to happen? I, I don't think anything will happen the way I, the way I do the joke because it's just one part of the joke. So, it's what's just like, yeah, what's the thought process? Like, give me the thought process that's happening. The thought happening. process is I don't want it to be like, I don't want somebody to come up because somebody came up to me after the set and was like, oh, that Obama impression was spot on. But I wouldn't want them to be like, I wouldn't want them to come up and quote the Obama oh. impression. And you yes. think people would? I don't know. Yes. But I've I've heard I've heard somebody say like I was doing a I was doing a show once at Trixie's Yikes. for a contest show, and somebody was like, uh, it's like somebody brought the guy up and he was like, oh, this is my. Like he oh. brought him up, and this the black. It was a black guy that brought this this guy up. But the guy was white. The guy that he brought up was white. And he was like, oh, yeah, this I just met him outside. Yeah. But that's how he brought him up. And then the white guy gets on stage and he was like, oh, yeah, you my too. Ooh. And then the dude was a judge and he was like mad at him. And I was just thinking like, well, why would you call him that if you don't know? Like, you don't know how he going to react. You don't know this dude. Yeah. Why would you say that? And then clearly he thought it was cool. It's like whatever, but it's like, why would you take that chance? That's how I. So don't even like crack it open. Yeah, it's like it's like a Pandora's box type of thing. Like you don't know how somebody's gonna use that. Yeah. And you mentioned something about like quoting a joke. For me, when I tell jokes, especially in paid groups, I want people to relay the jokes to their friends. I want people to tell them about the performance, and I want them to be able to say the joke how they heard it. So for me, that's how I kind of self censor. It's like, oh. I want them to be able to tell the joke without any, you know what I mean? I want it yeah. to be one of those, well, we're in the car and it's just us gals saying it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want any yeah. of that. Yeah. You know? That's a very interesting point. And it's yeah. like the whole, because Michael from The Office did the same thing when he did the uh, the black people versus N-words joke from, uh, from Chris Rock <laughs> thing. Yeah, he did oh it, and but it, and they bleeped it all out. Yeah. He was like, well, I'm just quoting. The, but yeah. it's people still, was. The, 10, 15 years later yeah. that would do that same thing. And it's like, I just don't want that whole awkward whatever, whatever. It's it's not worth it. If, unless the joke is fantastic, it ain't even worth the, you know, it ain't worth it. Yeah, I see what y'all saying, but that was yesterday, right? Yesterday, that was my fault. Because, <laughs> because, because, because the context of the joke, what I was telling was like about improv suggestions, how white people get weird improv suggestions all the time, and I can't mess with them because I don't know this white. So yeah. I'm gonna get them stuff they don't mess with and make them uncomfortable. And the punchline to it was like, um, "Give me an improv suggestion," and I yell out the N word, <laughs> and that's the whole. That's and a great I, joke. And that's, that's the a whole, great joke. And that's the whole point. It's a great joke. That they can't mess skit. with it. That's a skit. That's, that's a skit. Clip. That's a skit. It should be a skit. That's a but skit. Like, but, like, the whole, the whole point is, like, uh, it's uncomfortable. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, 
if you pay attention to Joe, why would you think it's okay for you to say it? That's all I'm saying. Like yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't think. It's and she seen me. I don't know. I don't, I don't think know. it's anything. She wrong saw you what? She saw you what? No. She she said what? She saw you what? She saw. Like she, do that joke before or something. Not do that joke before, but it was like I don't. I don't know. But like I have been conscious of like. What has made you say, conscious lately of me. saying it? No, you? no. Um. Man. What made me conscious of it? I saw another comic. Um, like uh, I saw another comic at uh, New Way one time, messing with a heckler or whatever. Yeah, and the comic was black, and uh, the heckler was like, she looked white. I don't know who she was. She looked white or Chaldean. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he was like, he was telling me, he was he was just talking. He was like. I'm gonna leave you alone because I feel like you about to call me N word in a minute, and then, and then she said it, Whoa. and then the um, the bartenders kicked her out and everything it was, and stuff like that. Jesus. That's what started making me conscious of it. Whatever. Also, uh, that race riot that happened that new way, like <laughs> like a while a while back. Yeah, I heard <laughs> about that. Back, I heard about like, that. But uh, what made me conscious of it is like, what made me conscious of it was. Not particular those reasons. Those are good points, though, definitely. But like, um, but what Ryan said is like, I said, and, and it's not just n word. It was like just cuss words in general. Yeah. You see me do it today, yeah. <laughs> like just just cursing. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, um, uh, what was I about to say? Like filler words. Yeah. Like, like when I say uh, instead of say uh, I say yeah. A curse word or something like that, or I say the N word or whatever. So it's like um, that's what really made me conscious of it. But those are good points as well. Thanks for the intervention, Madison. <laughs> no, we had to pull you aside, brother. I, I feel like uh, what's his name, Michael I mean, I mean, Tyson. I mean, you could pull me aside. You could pull me aside on the podcast. <laughs> right. This is you could pull me. You, you could pull me aside. This is what's gonna put me over the top. This, this was. <laughs> This one put me over the top. This one bring black this people down this here. This was Hennessy and yeah. all. <laughs> this was gonna be thirty two seconds of con of content because we gotta bleep out. No, I think we'll be okay. I think we'll be okay. Oh my god! <laughs> Let's pull this to the. You no, pull, it you wasn't, pull me on air. It wasn't. It, it <laughs> no, ain't. It ain't. It ain't crazy like that. But like no. I said, the only thing. The only thing where I was like, the only pass is because I know. Sh I, I, I highly doubt there was anything egregious. Like, context matters, okay. you know? So I think... What's up? Uh, you can just yeah, ask me. I think, I think context... Yeah, yeah, we, we can cut that out. But I think con, I think context know. matters, and I don't think it was anything malicious with it. I just think, you know, she don't she don't know, or she probably don't even see herself as a... Because it's like, you know, you it's like some Mexicans that will say it and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not... It's not just black people. Like, maybe not as much in Detroit, but, like, in, like, California and stuff like that, Mexicans would say and stuff like that all the time, you know? It was, going, it was going crazy in the high school for a little bit. Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it's, it's, it's different. It depends on who you with, who you around, stuff like that. So I don't, I don't think it was malicious. I don't... Like, you could feel the room tense up. I don't even know if she felt it because I was sitting behind her. And I was just like, it was, but it it got tense quick because it, it was at the feedback mic yesterday. And it was just like, ooh, all right, we just going to brush past this. And it was so funny because Madison was there and she gave a note, but she gave a note on a different joke just to like, like kind of like, like it, like, uh, erase, it yeah, like yeah. erase it. <laughs> like, let's, yeah, let's go on. somewhere else. Let's clean slate this. But sounds very yeah. stressful. It it was like I said. I didn't think it was show. I, it was shocking for sure, <laughs> but it wasn't like I didn't ruin. Like I didn't I didn't sit on it or anything. Just because I was just like I don't think it was malicious. Yeah. I don't think she was like, oh, this is my chance to say yeah. it or anything like that. This is my <laughs> chance to say it. <laughs> Jesus I Lord, didn't, I just think she didn't. Ooh, she didn't think about it. It was just like a, a repeating uh, of a word. Your swear word thing though, man. Um, I would my filler thing. I was I would swear a lot. Like my whole thing. And then as I noticed, as I got older and I would just, like my, I would use the F word a lot in like my normal day. Mm -hmm. And uh, I could filter it out. Like when I was talking to the kids or whatever, coach, I wasn't like swearing coaching and stuff like that. Yeah. And because uh, I got in trouble early on. But uh, 
But anyway, I didn't, you know, I didn't swear when professional, but like I would talk to my coworkers and I would use the, the F word and the swear words. And some people, I did not like the impression that they were, I could like see their face. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I would say an F word in like passing and then I would like see him kind of be like, and I was like, I'm, I didn't like that judgment. I didn't like that judgment. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it relates or not. Um, Madison, um, so we talked about where the, oh, can we, I, one thing. So Instagram, you know, talk about following uh, uh, sweet uh, inspirational Instagram stuff. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. greatest thing I ever did, I made it into a poster and it didn't come out that good because I ripped the picture on Instagram. It was a picture of a dude in a suit, okay? And it said, the definition of hell is on the day that you die, the person you became meets the person you could have been. So it was like a dude in a suit. That was who you became. Mm-hmm. And the person you could have been was a, a ninja hanging up upside down. <laughs> and I was like, oh, dude. So that's like a poster. That's like mm-hmm. in my house now. Nice. You know, that was sweet. Yeah. All right, so Madison, they all talked about what they want to do. So you're, you've been around for, uh, what, like f- four or five years, six years? Uh, stand-up scene? Yeah. Uh, I started in like late 2018. Okay, so you're like, you're like four or five, right? Yeah, five, six. So what's your what's your one year goal and what's your five year goal? Uh, one year goal for this year, I want to develop a, th- a 60 minute set. I have a 30. Whoa. Yeah, I have a 30. Damn. But I want to develop a 60 minute um, in five years. I want to be touring, man. Um, wow. Yeah. I currently work from home. That is kind of changing. But if I can secure like some full time remote work. Yeah. I would 100% tour. Like I, I'm originally from New Orleans. I would move all my stuff back home. Yeah. And for two weeks at a time, I would go to different places, mainly in the South for now, but I would try to go places and spend two weeks there and try to develop relationships, open mics, shows, and try to do that and see. Because I feel like I got the writing chops to do it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. What, uh, uh, we did an hour, you guys. We rocked yeah. an hour. We ripped an hour. That was cool. I really appreciate it. You guys got anything that you want to uh, get out or promote or anything like that? This is going to come out in, in, I got one in the tank. It was going to come out this weekend, and then this one's going to come out probably next Thursday, Thursday, Friday. Probably not Thursday because Thursday's opening day. We're all going to go to opening day together. <laughs> you guys didn't know that. Wait, this Thursday? Next Thursday's opening next day. Thursday. Clear your schedules. <laughs> Clear your schedule. I'm free next You ever day. been to opening day? Uh, <coughs> no, I've never been over today. Ooh, you wait, wait, wait! I feel that's not true. I feel like I was at opening day when I was a kid, but I didn't realize. <laughs> if it's a nice day, what's this? April sixth. Yeah, if it's a nice day, if it's the sun's out, we're doing it. <laughs> um, anything you want to promote? Uh, I want to promote the Detroit Women's uh, Comedy Festival. I will be there. Uh, this May. I don't have the date in front of me. That's okay. <laughs> this May. Yeah, this May. Um, May nineteenth and twentieth. Ah, yeah. There you. we go. I was thinking. I was thinking a different date. So May nineteenth and twentieth. Come check out the Detroit Women Comedy Festival. Please support it at Planet Ant, the Independent. Um, great people are running it. Great people are in it. So That's what's up. To that. All right, you you next, sir. What do you want to promote? Uh, well, this is gonna come out after this, but this weekend I'm featuring at Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase. Hell yeah. Josh Adams is headlining. Jason Jamerson is hosting. Ooh. So uh, we're looking to tear down and for four shows. That's a good one. Um, but, yeah, just follow me, Brown Ryan Comedy, for any Hell future yeah. shows. And then you, sir, the man that this episode was built around. What do you got coming up? Um, I, I have random shows coming up. Just, uh, just follow, follow me on Jake the Comic on Instagram is J A K E D A C O M I C. Jake the Com- Jake the Comic. Um, I, I stuff coming up. Like I'm saying, Birth of a Whole Ass Nation Part Two is gonna be in November. Follow me for uh, that. I'm also doing a I'm doing a show at the Ant in July called um, Ancient Teenage Cyber Hackers Two. It's like a uh, <laughs> it's like a uh, what a pivot in it's topic. A, it's a it's a it's like a it's like a parody on uh, Power Rangers or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just got casted in that, so I'm excited for that. But that's in July. Um, but yeah, I got I got random shows coming up. I'll be at Ridley's Mark Ridley's in May doing my first uh, feature. Whoa! At Ridley's, oh, yeah. Doing uh, a weekend. 
uh, is May. I, it's I, I, I listen, listen, you didn't win that contest, right? It's not the weekend. You didn't win that. We talked about that last time. You didn't win that contest. No, I didn't. No, no. But that's no. where where that's why it works out. But yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why it works that's, out. That's what it's for. It's that's for, what it's, it's for. for. Work, work. Exactly. So, you got work, work. So, um, yeah, I got. It. I'm doing 20 minutes. Uh, 20 minutes. Uh. Clean. <laughs> Why clean? Huh? Why clean? Because that's what uh, that's what my man wanted me to do. That's who's what, it for? Huh? Who's it for? It's for uh, I, I forgot the I forgot who who the feature. Was. I know uh, Darnell Anderson's emceeing. Okay. Okay. And uh, I forgot the headliner's name. That's that sounds bad. But uh, I will be at Ridley's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'll be there. Well, uh, for sure. Um, but yeah, just follow me at Jake the Comic. On Instagram I love it Cheers everybody man You guys are all Legitimately very talented People man It was awesome That's okay It's bad luck Bad luck Alright guys That was awesome yeah. On the runway to heaven, cause that's where Kevin is from. Like I was sent from the sun, setting the gap from the slum. Never letting all the stress overcome, it's a blessing. And that's no question, so guessing is dumb. But hold up, one second, cause the lesson isn't done. I've been messing with these hi-hats, kicks and drums. But started way after I crafted some lyrics when young. So don't think for one second you're comparing the cunning. Just think for one second, stop staring and fronting. What's really big? What's really good? What's really hood? What's really poppin'? What really should be? These imposters really want it. They really could. Get it, man. Forget it. I wish they would. What's really big? What's really good? What's really hood? What's really poppin'? What really should be? These imposters really want it. They really could. Get it, man. Forget it. I wish they would.